Welcome to Property Nomads podcast episode 374. Is Bytelet dead or alive? Before we go into the content of today's episode, just a reminder that there are going to be some changes that are coming up on the podcast. You might get an extra podcast or two coming to your feed at a random time explaining what it is is going on. So we'll do our best to keep you up to date and informed also if you follow us on our social medias instagram etc etc do head over there as well because we'll be sharing all the information with you on there is buy to let dead or alive there's a lot of information out there as you all know and there's a lot of property people that are voicing their own opinions on things oh, buy to let's dead it, it's no more it, it, it's dead in the pan forget about it you got, then you have other people saying, well, no, buy to let's not really that dead. Don't don't worry about it. So we're going to weigh in with our own thoughts and opinions here. The answer is it depends. It really does depend. If you are talking about buying individual units and renting them out one by one and you're buying one property at a time, then chances are buy to let has certainly got a lot more challenging over the years but we highlighted various reasons actually in the previous episode in 372 in the previous property episode why this was the case increased maintenance and repair costs uh, increased interest rates the way of setting up your business section 24 so all of these sorts of things have made it slightly trickier the reason why at the start we say it depends, because it really depends on how you are approaching a buy-to-let business. If you're sat there with a lot of cash and you're not interested in using bank finance or leveraging your existing cash and you're just going to buy properties cash, then buy-to-let might not affect you. Because, yes, the, the price of a, an investment property might have gone up. But if you are just going to collect the rent and sit on it or collect the rent and, and reinvest it, whatever it is you want to do, and you're not relying on other funding, buy to let's probably not dead for you. If you're sat here with 20, 30, 40,000 pounds and you're looking to get into your first deal and you're going to do it property by property, buy to let is probably a lot more difficult for you now than it was five or six years ago. And the main reason for that is going to be lending costs. So it depends what way you're looking at it. The other flip side of whether buy to let is dead is it also depends on how you are acquiring your property in the first place. And what we mean by that is that, again, if you are going to buy it unit by unit and you're buying a house at a time, et cetera, a bit more difficult but if you are buying a block of flats for example let's just say you buy a, a really large mid-terrace property that's been converted into four flats if you're buying four flats you then have more rent coming in if you've got more rent coming in then having more rent coming in will offset possibly the finance costs that you have so therefore, you can put all the hard work in, in obtaining the property, et cetera, et cetera. But rather than end up with one unit, you can end up with four units. So if you're buying blocks of flats 
then chances are Vitalet's going to be alive and kicking, even with increased maintenance costs, repair costs and interest rates. If you're doing commercial to residential conversions, for example, again, you're buying a piece of land or a pub or an office block or whatever. And if you're then converting them all into buy-to-let units, so maybe you're converting them into six or seven flats or whatever it is it might be, then chances are, because you've got that bulk amount of units at the end, the numbers are going to stack up and work in your favour. So it's going to be worth it. So you might have thought at the start when we said it depends, you're thinking, here we go again, TPN sitting on the fence, here we go, we know what they're doing. But in this case, it really does depend how you're approaching it. What's our opinion? If you're going down the very traditional buy-to-let route, one unit at a time, I want to try and do it for cash flow, I want to go to places where, you know, rents are going to be quite high, but the property values are quite low, then, yeah, there are still pockets out there where that can feasibly be achieved. It is possible. But if you're focusing on that and then you're not focusing on slightly bigger and more lucrative ways of obtaining multiple units in one go, then you will find doing it house by house, property by property, you will find that a lot tougher. Because as costs go up, you need to be able to offset them somehow. And one way to offset everything like that is by having more units. So I read somewhere or it's somehow someone's worked out it's about 19 units you need is apparently the perfect leverage so if you're doing it one unit at a time you might find it a bit more of a struggle if you're going in buying blocks of flats and you're getting four or five plus units at a time it's probably worth your while and then it also depends how you finance and everything because if you sat there with a bank full of cash and you're just going to buy it cash and you don't need to leverage any other finance you'll be absolutely fine if you are then trying to leverage finance, banks, finance, mortgages, et cetera, et cetera, then you're probably going to need to scale bigger and look bigger. Hopefully that makes sense. So if you're buying cash and you want to do it unit by unit, yeah, chances are that'll be okay. If you're buying cash and you want to buy multiple units in one go and you don't need any other finance, thumbs up as well. If on the other side, you are relying on bank finance or other finance, then if you're looking at doing it one by one, I would say that's where buy to let is. It's possible to do it, but you're going to struggle a lot more than you would have done five or six years ago. If you're looking at leveraging bank cash and mortgages, etc., but you're also looking at bigger deals, bigger developments, commercial conversions, etc., etc., very plausible, very doable, because ultimately the more units that you can have, that means the more rent that's going to come in. And hopefully you should be you should be then able to offset the cost of borrowing, interest rates, et cetera, et cetera. Moving forward. So hopefully that answers the question. Is buy to let dead or alive? I would say it's alive and kicking because there are always going to be ways in which you can get buy to let property. It's the perception of buy-to-let that's probably changed over time. And that is why 
a lot of people and changing economic conditions will think it's dead. So that's why we say it depends. There's always going to be opportunity out there in the market. It's about knowing the right people, working with the right people. You don't know what you don't know. Build your network. Do everything you can to get to that position where you can take all of this action and have it benefit you. You want to go out there and create as many win-win situations as possible. So that's episode 374, is buy to let dead or alive. As usual, keep up to date on our social medias. You might find some other random podcasts come through with updates about uh, the changes uh, that are being made uh, in due course. Thank you, as always, for your support. Uh, it really does help us. And thank you for all the feedback that you give us with regards to the podcast. And until next time, hasta luego. Mm-hmm.